1: In our discussion today, is, uh, you know, one that has had a lot of people talking, and this is uh, various political parties uh, having taken an exception to the release of former President Jacob Zuma on being placed on special remission. Now, this comes after President Cyril Ramaphosa approved the release of about 9,488 inmates as part of the remission's program. Now, however, many feel that this was a ploy to release the former president from prison after he handed himself over to finish his fifth month uh, sentence for contempt of court. Now, in a statement released on Friday, the Department of Justice and Correctional Services saying the release of prisoners was due to overcrowding as some of the correctional services facilities. Remember um, that particular facility in Limpopo uh, coming in fact being set alight by prisoners who were quite angry and were raising some se- several grievances there and the minister saying Because they are now going to be moved from that particular facility to various facilities across the country. It is now going to result in an issue of, um, you know, overcrowding. And this, of course, is one of the concerns that the department says it battles, um, you know, over time. And as then this particular issue unfolds, some of the parties are saying for them, this is not uh, something they're willing to take lightly. So they are taking, um, you know, some legal advice with a view to take this back to the courts. So let's have this conversation now and speak to Advocate Malusi Monene from the Limpopo Society of Advocates as well as a Professor of Political Science and International Relations, Begim gomez I mean, I'm going to start with you, Advocate, because a lot of us are asking the question, what is a remission process and how is it applied?
2: The remission process or pardon process is not a new process at all. It's Something that is provided for in the law it's, uh, it's in terms of Section 84, Subsection 2J of the Constitution, not even a legislation, but the Constitution itself, that the President is empowered to remit uh, sentences or pardon prisoners at any given time, regarding being given to a number of considerations, such as the ones that have been in the media, although they are not the only ones uh, that happen.
1: Mm. And what, yeah. cri- what criteria is then taken into consideration? Let's help some of our listeners who are still trying to understand what it is, it's all about. So what criteria is taken into consideration to place a prisoner um, if, you know, to be eligible for this?
2: Well, one of well, the very first considerations is the type of offence that uh, the prisoner is inside. Of course, we have looked at issues that we have raised when you we were like overcrowding that we have talked about. But the next step is not every president who does that have his sentence remitted or who will receive a presidential pardon, so to speak. Uh, if you look at the relevant proclamation, it does speak to um, what, what what should be considered, what offenses are not covered. For example, your violent offenses, your serious offenses, your sexual offenses, your murders, and all those would be excluded from this. Mm-hmm. Now, you look at uh, people who have been serving presidents, you look at their conduct during the... the the incarceration, you look at the nature of the offence that I've said as to whether it's a serious offense or not, you know. Yeah. And it is, like I said, it is not something new. If you, those of us who sometimes visit the Bible, you will you know the story of Barabbas in the Bible, you yeah. know, where, during the crucifixion of Christ, so to speak, where a situation emerged where the, the ruler there that said that it is standard practice to at least one person at this stage should it, be? should it be christ or barabbas and the crowd who just be for the blood of Jesus christ that said no no don't release this one release barabbas you know and one is reminded of that situation now with the with this uh parole mm-hmm. because uh, or this remission of sentence because instead of people focusing on what is there in the law and what is being been done in terms of the law people are saying give us barabbas you know we want to crucify this one and uh, i'll leave you to imagine who's crucified here
1: Okay, uh, that's a that's quite the statement, and 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 I mean, you think about uh, the you know Freedom Day in 2012, um, when former President Jacob Zuma was also granting a special remission to some of uh, you know the prisoners there. But let me go to Prof, um, Prof, you know, one of the things that we've seen happen is that th- there's been quite a lot of, of of reaction around the decision to place the former president on 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 special remission. Some saying that you know you. Told talk about the fire at Kudamas in Tumule, you then uh, look at the decision of the correctional services commissioner and then the decision by the president to place uh, the former president on 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 parole or on i mean special remission some are saying that for them this looks like it was a well orchestrated plan others are saying that it's unfair to be criticizing this decision to place him on special remission i wonder where do you lean towards
0: Uh, You know, there is something very concerning about the Zuma matter. Uh, Some people are having vested interest in what happens to Zuma. They forget about what the law says. Uh, I'm glad that uh, my colleague, the advocate Munene, is speaking about issues that have been ventilating on, one of them being this uh, biblical um, story of uh, uh, Panapas, Because uh, what is happening here, uh, he was being modest in fact when he said uh, you'll be the judge it's clear uh, in this case um the the issue of uh, former president jacob zuma he's in fact likened to jesus because people are saying that no we don't care about the murderers we don't care about the rapists we don't care about anything release them but not this one the question is why because if you look at the manner in which uh, the zuma matter has been handled from day one it was wrong from day one even sending him to jail, in fact, uh, you will find that there is something untoward that happened. A lot of things, in fact, went wrong. And then uh, there is something very interesting again here. Uh, if you look at um, uh, the law that was passed in 1949, uh, even long before I was born, uh, it was saying that if someone is in contempt of someone's, that person can be punished in one of two ways. One, uh, you can be sentenced to six months in jail or you can be fined 50 pounds. Now, if that is the case, and if that law has not been repealed, my, my colleague will assist me. If, the, if that law has not been repealed, then why is there such halapalu on this matter? Because when Justice Zondo, in fact, uh, sent uh, uh, Zuma's matter to the Constitutional Court, there were many things that went wrong. One, I'm not going to count all of them, but the main one was that uh, Zondo told the constitutional court that uh, I'm bringing this guy before you, and uh, if you find him guilty, I want you to give him two years in jail. Now, there is something very wrong on that one. I I do respect Justice Zondo. He's a lawyer. I understand he studied to be a lawyer. But in the manner in which he handled that case, was in fact not uh, legal. uh, Because I cannot uh, go to um, the judge and say, uh, I I I am accusing Bongio of ABCD if you find her guilty give her two years where on earth can such a thing happen? Because I will say, I have an issue against Bongiwe, these are my facts, and then I wait for Bongiwe to bring her side of the story, and then I leave it to the judge to decide what will be uh, the relevant sentence for whatever offense in the event that the person is found guilty. Then he says, Two years. I don't know where he got it from. Then Sisi Kampembe comes in to deliver the judgment, which was riddled with emotions. You could tell at one point, in fact, she was saying that. Uh, Zuma is the former head of state. And therefore, uh, he cannot frustrate the commission. I said, what happened to what we normally say? Everyone is equal before the law. Deal with the matter. Forget about whether the person is the former head of state or the current head of state or is just a commoner. Deal with the issues. Look at the law interpret the law and pass judgment. Let's
1: continue our conversation. We're still in, in conversation with Professor Begum Gomezul as well as um, Advocate Malusi Munene. Um, the Prof was talking about, you know, the law and, and, and the provisions that it makes for when it comes to contempt of court, the six months or the fine. And Advocate Munene, I wonder if that is still in place and what do you make of what the Prof said about the, the, the court having made what appeared to be an emotional decision?
2: Well, I can't fault what the prof is saying on that score, although that is not really part of the brief of what we want to talk about. But Mm. I I can't fault it in terms of saying that, you know, uh, somebody who approaches the court complaining about contempt should actually be saying, this person is in contempt, Uh, jail him, never mind the other issues of whether the court court was the proper court to, to. But if you are complaining that you have a court order in your favor and somebody is uh, disobeying it, you'd then be approaching the court to say, jail this person in case he does not comply. You can't just uh, be proposing that the person must be arrested without saying let him come to the commission within this n- number of days uh, and say in which he will then be uh, detained. But mm-hmm. coming back to this issue of rule, the question is, is there a law, upon you? Mm-hmm. Is there a law in terms of which the president acted in giving this remission? Not just to Zuma, more than uh, 9,000 uh, prisoners is there a law that provides for that? Yes. You know, it's, it, even in the Constitution, I have quoted it in Section 84, Subsection 2, Subsection J. The second question would be, is it rational? The decision, is it rational? Does it make sense? Is it legally connected to, to, to the reasons why it is being given, you know? Does it make sense? Now, if you if you read the notice, a lot of people who are just committed. Have not even read the proclamation, which speaks about this, because it then speaks about how this thing will evolve, what is considered the elderly people. Is he an elderly person? Let's let's just talk about Zuma maybe. Is he an elderly person? Is he a sickly person? You know, it talks about prioritising women and children and elderly people and people with disabilities uh, who fall within the category of less or of or of less serious offences that are being uh, uh, remitted. There's nothing peculiar about this. It's just that there's a focus, a uh, bigger focus on, on Zuma. For some reason, I don't know. Because this law applies to everybody. There are about 9,000 prisoners who are going to benefit out of this. Why are we not talking about them? We're talking about one person, you know. We're shouting, give us barabbas, A murderer and a killer must uh, uh, benefit at, at the expense of somebody's who's being sacrificed. And that is not that is not uh, fair. That is not in accordance with uh, justice, if, if you consider that daily. Mm. There is nothing wrong with what the commissioner has done. The court said that the commissioner must decide, the commissioner decided to take the former president Zuma to jail, and at that time it so happened that the president was also considered a mission, and he falls within that category, unless we are to say that there is a special law for him, uh, as it has been said in certain quarters. We are starting to believe now, that there are certain Zuma laws nowadays. We are starting to believe now if with the approach that is being taken. People are so are so Committed to this issue of lynching Zuma, I just don't understand what it is about. There yeah. are, are laws in this country, and everybody should benefit from the laws, and, and nobody should be excluded.
1: Prof, one of the things that you know is, is 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 clear here is that developments around the former president cannot only be viewed through the legal lens, even this one as well. There are also some serious political implications.
0: Uh, absolutely, my sister. Uh, I was saying that uh, I would like to first reiterate the point made by my colleague there about this obsession uh, about uh, former President Zuma. And then secondly, you recall that uh, uh, in the politics of this country, there was uh, the Sobukwe clause or the Sobukwe law, and now we have the Zuma law. Um, I'm really disappointed that uh, well, some of the callers are saying that the DA uh, must get legal advice on how to take this issue under review. The question then becomes, what are they saying about the other 9,487 uh, people who have been uh, uh, the beneficiaries of, of this remission? W- why are they silent about all of that? And then secondly, let us be fair. Uh, you recall that uh, uh, Sisi Kampempe uh, sent Zuma to prison for 15 months, and then um, Arthur Fraser uh, sent him out on medical parole, and then he didn't say, you are released, go and enjoy life. He served the remainder of the parole period to the end. And then the question I've been asking myself is, in which country uh, can uh, someone who has been found guilty save one sentence two times? Uh, It it just doesn't make sense from all angles, from a political angle, from a legal angle, from a a human perspective, it just doesn't make sense. So that is why then people are using this issue uh, to score some political points. In the end, in fact, the opposite will be true. Because, for instance, right now, all political parties are are focusing on next year's elections. But instead of them uh, building their manifestos, touching base with their constituencies, they appears busy having obsession about Zuma. I don't know what they're hoping to gain in all of this. So it's really concerning, let alone that uh, uh, if he were to be sent to jail, then the worst uh, would happen, more than what happened in 2021.
1: And I wanted to understand because, we, you know, there's always this talk about, and and, and I guess even one of our callers, Errol, speaking about this as well, that we need to consider um, what happened during the July 2021, unrest. But is that... You know, yes, it was a serious unrest and and, and, and really the loss of life is something that all of us, you know, view and we still say was devastating. And and I wonder then how do you begin to balance what needs to happen in law versus what we saw unfolding in July 2021? Prof, uh, do you want to take that briefly?
0: Yes, I can, my sister. I I think uh, it's uh, factually flawed uh, to say that uh, Zuma stole millions uh, of taxpayers' money. Uh, if you compare uh, the Nkanda Saga with the Palapala Saga, uh, you realize that uh, the Nkanda Saga, in fact, uh, did not involve only the former president. The former president was already renovating his home. Constitutionally, uh, the security cluster had to see to it that the security features were put in. That is where things went wrong. So I'm not saying in this case that former President Zuma uh, is clean on this, but I'm saying that you cannot then single him out and then uh, he stole millions from because the entire security cluster has to explain if all the features they put there in fact met the requirements of uh, uh, security. If the answer is in the negative, then they should all answer.
1: they needed answers about, you know, the, the alleged involvement in the state capture um, you know, question because in the commission there were a lot of questions that needed answers and some could still say that um, you know, we would have liked to, to, to see him come and 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 be able to give some of his answers. Advocate, one of the things that, you know, some of, of the questions that we are receiving this morning are saying is that because the former president, yes, um, you know, he got the, 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 the parole, but it wasn't uh, his own fault, as as he even has also argued in his own court papers. But some are saying that he didn't spend enough time behind bars. Yes, he served the remainder of his sentence at home, and they believe that he shouldn't have received that particular parole. And they then are asking the question, Is does he still qualify then for the special remission? given the time that he spent inside, um, you know, escort Correctional Facility, and then the questions around the parole. And I'm sure you can try to clarify that for some of the, the listeners.
2: He falls squarely within the prescripts of the proclamation issued by the president, just like any other person who was on parole, just like any other person who was a saving prisoner. So... It shouldn't matter that it's the who who's benefiting. But the second question that you, the other question that you asked, relates to whether whether uh he, 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 the issue of the state capture commission and so on and so on you know there are no charges against zuma at the moment arising from the state capture commission mm. people are conflating issues nothing has emerged from the state capture commission which says that zuma has, has to be charged or face charges there's nothing like that so there's just a lot of conflation around this old man which i just don't understand uh some of that prophets called an obsession no, it is an obsession because just for example, if there was a president who had served a week already and then he falls within the prescriptions of this, and there are many in the 9,000, he will still benefit. But because he's Zuma, maybe he has indeed is reminiscent of the Soviet losses, we, we are starting to wonder. There is nothing peculiar about this. Uh, as I said earlier on, it's a rational decision in line with what is there in the, the constitution, and therefore there's no issue. But of course, the other issue is if. Zuma did not uh, give himself parole. Uh, you know, he did not parole himself. Uh, even now, he did not uh, 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 remit his sentence. Uh, it's not him. I mean, there are decisions taken by functionaries of the state, and then he gets to be blamed for it, you know. He was paroled. He did not break out of prison. He was paroled on medical parole by the commissioner of right. prisons. Uh, he is now uh, benefiting from a remission done by the president in terms of the law. Okay. And yet you got blamed and you have conflations of state capture and cancer and whatever you. You really have to wonder what is going on here. It's just not fair. There's no justice in it. And, 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 and God help us.
1: Okay, let me thank you both for your time. You know, there's still even quite a lot to talk about where the commission itself is concerned and some of the issues that arose there, particularly when it comes to, you know, some of of what is said and how crucial his version of events would have been, but also even around the questions that, you know, as some of the political parties are now saying they are taking advice on this particular matter around the special remission. But we'll leave it there.